You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited. I don't know if you know this, but it's Deb Summer. Woo! Woo! <laughs> that is the appropriate response. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Deborah Eckerling. I'm author of the award-winning Your Goal Guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals and founder of The Deb Method, which is my system of goal setting simplified. Now, last year about this time, we could not get rid of 2020 soon enough. So I decided, let's start 2021 early and add a month to the year, get a running start and get 2020 behind us. And then I'm thinking, it's a year later. We could still do better. Let's give the new year a running start. So this is our second annual Deb Sember, start, well, I can't say start 2021, 2020, start the new year early party <laughs> to give you all a running start and every advantage to make the most out of 2022. I can't believe I keep saying this, 2022. Doesn't it feel like it's been like a million years since two years ago? <laughs> <laughs> And every year we're promised something better. And I think for a lot of people, 2021 was a lot better than 2020, like a lot better. <laughs> and I have very, very high hopes for 2022. And to ring in the Dev New Year, I have brought some awesome people, some awesome friends of mine today. And we have Joey Held. And Joey and I met, I think, a year and a half ago when you interviewed me. For your show, what is it? Good people, cool things. Cool people, good things. Good people, cool things. Got it. You mean I was right the first time? You were. You were. (laughs) Awesome. You're just doing the remix. I get it. I get it. It's the remix. (laughs) I remix the months of the year. I remix show names. You're welcome. And I'm just so thrilled that you can join us. And then we've got Keith Spiro, who is business strategist, community builder extraordinaire. And also May King sang, and May King is like the original FOMO creator. And why not? If you're going to create a new year system, you have to have the FOMO expert with you because everybody, this is my goal, is within the next five years, have everybody start the new year with December. What you mean, not everybody starts the new year with December? (laughs) We're going to give it a little time. I have very high hopes. And I am all about the goals and helping people 
get the tools, techniques, inspiration, and motivation they need to turn their goals, the life they want, into reality. And again, I've got a wonderful group of people for today's fun, exciting, no pressure, <laughs> Goal Chat Live, or perhaps you're listening to this as an episode of The Deb Show. And what I would love to start you off with is I'd love for my guests to introduce themselves to you. So let's start with Joey. Joey, welcome. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having us here. I'm Joey Held. I'm a writer and podcaster based in Austin, Texas. And I would say my biggest accomplishment of the past year was that I wrote a book, Kind But Kind of Weird Short Stories on Life's Relationships came out in October, uh, just about a month ago, uh, which is wild to, to think that it's been out in the world for a month. It's been a labor of love, as anyone who has written anything knows. Uh, you you look at it until your eyes bleed, and then you keep looking at it and tweaking and revising and making it as good as it can be. Uh, so it's been a, a fabulous 2021, and I am excited to get the new year started early. Well, that is amazing. And, and to tell us a little bit more about what inspired the book, because this isn't new. I mean, no one who starts writing a book says, oh, I'm going to write a book, and then is there. So what was it that that got you like, okay, this is my year. <laughs> yeah, not without a little black magic, at least. Maybe maybe those people can write it quickly. But for me, it was, I, I hadn't had these stories probably since about 2015 or 2016, um, at least the, the first few. And I just kept using them as a creative outlet. You know, I'd write them here and there. And then it was the start of 2020, actually, I, almost right before the pandemic, where I was like, I'm going to do something this year. And then once the pandemic hit and we found a lot more free time at home. I said, you know what? This actually is a great time. I'm not just going to say it. I am going to do it. And so started the process of self-editing them, hiring editors, looking at designers, uh, kind of different production elements of the book. Because I have, if I had to design my own cover, zero people would buy this book because they'd look at it and say, that's a hideous book. Let's get it out of here. And just all of that took most of 2020. And then in 2021, wrapped it all up. And around July is kind of the finishing stages. And then uh, you just, you're just promoting and waiting. And it's that nervous side. Uh, it's almost like you're at a concert and the band that you like kind of know, but aren't too familiar with has just finished. And the band you're really excited for is coming on to play and they're supposed to be on, but it's like 10 minutes, then 20 minutes, then an hour. And just that waiting period is uh, very agitating, but also a, a blast. And it's been so much fun. Well, awesome. Congratulations. And good for yeah. you for taking those snippets of free time to turn one of those passion projects. I'm sure you have like a gazillion more <laughs> into reality. It, because with, with the pandemic, we have all been given the gift of time. So mm -hmm. gold stars for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and Keith, welcome. Good to see you. Now, you celebrated with me last year. That's right. You've put me in a very difficult position, Deborah. I'm you are welcome. <laughs> but anyway, I'm a business strategist and community builder. You invited me to the inaugural Start the New Year Ahead in December, and that was Start 2021 now. So here I am today dealing with a 13-month year that's ending and a 13-month year that's beginning. <laughs> so do I have to show twice as much productivity or do I simply become exhausted? That's the question. <laughs> You get to celebrate the year twice, twice, and you get to start the year twice. So you're welcome. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'll tell you that in doing that, it's been a very exciting year because we did talk last December about goals and activities and things that we could do. And for me, one of the biggest wins was an award I got. So I restarted Communicast, which is a broadcast. It's not podcasting, but it's actually using Zoom for interviews. I found myself into the world of photojournalism. And uh, here I am a year later getting an award from New Hampshire uh, uh, Press Association for the best use of social media in the... Uh, Nice. I worked hard for it. Well, but again, you're a great example of someone who said, oh, time. I could do the cool things. And, and why you know, not the, the, use this time as an opportunity to showcase what other people are doing in your kind of corner of the world? I, I just realized the symmetry of my guest today, but let's pretend I already knew. <laughs> May King, lovely to see you and thank you for staying up late to join us for this you are party. Welcome. Uh, so please tell the world why you're so awesome. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. My name is Making Sang. My first name is May King. And I'm on all the socials. I was making tea, making, making tea. Get it? <laughs> and I call myself the uh, FOMO creator, um, which means the fear of missing out. And we had uh, the fabulous Keith before, and you cannot create FOMO if you haven't built a community in the first place. So if you're just new to business, you need to go and talk to Keith first. And then when you've built your community, then you come and talk to me. Um, but uh, creating FOMO is creating that buzz and excitement for your business, for your cause, for your charity, for your nonprofit, um, and um I'm putting it out there onto the socials. And uh, it's been an incredible year. Uh, well, last year was an incredible year. Soon after lockdown happened, virtual conferences were just spiraling all over the place. It was incredible. <laughs> and then we got zoomed out. <laughs> and uh, and that's when I got a little bit burnt out, actually. So um, the first year after lockdown was incredible. And then this year, uh, the start of the year, um, it was a bit of time for reflection for me. Um, and... Um, and getting my health uh, back into uh, back to its former glory, and uh, in the last uh, the last six months, uh, it's been um, slowly building back up again, uh, where people are um, realizing the power of creating hybrid uh, events and conferences, and uh, and so I've been helping them to create that buzz and excitement onto social media and creating that really immersive experience uh, for uh, businesses, causes, um, charities, etc. Wow, that's awesome. Again, another really good use of time and energy. And again, the gift of time. And I love that you mentioned that you took time for your own personal health as well, because that's a huge thing with me. It's not just about the business goals and the fun passion project goals. If you're not taking care of yourself, then no goal in the world is going to be able to be turned into fruition. So amazing. And so what really surprised you 
the most from last year? What was like the biggest cool surprise thing? And Keith, yes, you have to say something other than your award um, because they're awesome. I got one too. I was so thrilled when <laughs> Ippy recognized my book, uh, The Silver Medalist in Self-Help. That was, is it a surprise if you enter? Okay, I will take it. I will take the win as the surprise because we put so many things out there and we don't always know what comes back. So Keith, did you have a nice pleasant surprise now that I've vamped enough for you to think about your answer to the question? I had the answer immediately because May King absolutely talked about it. The fear of missing out is what was generated along the lines of that same interview process that I did at Communicast. The gift of time that we talked about meant no commutes. And the thing that was so different for me coming into a world of journalism where everybody's set in their ways was they used to go out and find people and have to knock on doors and it's arranged times. I could reach from one Zoom call to the next or one person to the next live. And so that fear of missing out started to build momentum. There were some 57 episodes that took place. You talk about self-help. One of the first people I reached out to was mental health. How do you handle mental health during the lockdown. And so it was really quite an exciting year from that standpoint. The surprise was the response. A good answer, good answer. I like that. <laughs> At every it, level. It, it, and what about you, Joey? Yeah, I, I'm also gonna give a, a sort of a podcast slash radio answer. And that one of my podcast episodes landed someone a job. Uh, which was super cool. I interviewed my friend Annette Silva, who's a TV producer and all around cool person. Hence why she's on the show that's talking about cool things. And uh, she told me that she had applied for a, a role uh, as a producer on a show. And they like, you know, did the, the Google search as as one does now nowadays when you're hiring people, you do the little background check. They came across her episode and listened to it and was like, all right, she comes across as someone I'd like to work with. And then... She ended up getting hired. So I thought that was super cool. And I am certainly adding it to my resume that I am a power recruiter in the world of television. <laughs> wow. Amazing. I love that. In, in May King, how about you? Um, I think in that uh, time of reflection, um, for me personally, and actually in opening up to uh, friends and colleagues and business colleagues, um, it was really powerful. And, you know, we, we talked a little bit about mental health already. Um, and I didn't look after myself, which is why I, uh, why I burnt out. But what I realized is that a lot of people were going through the same thing as well. So, you know, the more that you can be vulnerable and share amongst, uh, you know, in a safe haven, in a safe community, um, that's where the magic happens. And, uh, in, um, in sharing and helping others and people and other people helping me. Um, it, it, it was just really, really powerful. Uh, and so, um, it helped me to, um, get back to, you know, my normal, uh, my normal self, uh, and, uh, and get back to where, you know, where I belong, which is in helping to create and buzz and, uh, buzz and excitement for other people. So, um, really showing up um and uh and showing your vulnerabilities i think was really important um like i say in safe space um because that's all part of the healing process so i think that was a real surprise for me because that i thought um that you know i 
I couldn't really communicate how I was feeling at the time. But when I started to, I realized actually there was a lot of people in the same boat, really. So um, that was a surprise for me, I think. Well, I'm thrilled that you, I mean, I'm sorry that you burn out, but I'm thrilled that you got that, that sort of support. And while we talk about this, this is a very common theme on Gold Chat is the value of being your genuine self. And really, it, and you both, you, you both all, I think, touched on this. At the beginning, everybody's like, okay, let's seamlessly go into Zoom. And then at first, you needed to be perfect. And then I don't think that lasted more than a couple of weeks. Then it went into just coming out as your genuine self. And really, that's, that's part of, I think, what what Joey does with interviewing cool people and bringing them to a new audience, what Keith does and helping companies elevate their businesses by building community, and what May King does in saying, here I am, isn't this cool, don't you want to play too? So, and you can't do any of those things unless you start with goals. You know, you got to figure out what kind of life you want in order to build it, which is obviously what I am all about. And the fact that you need the personal and the professional, the well-being and the the mission behind everything that you do, because when you have that, the benefit to other people, then it really gives fuel to what it is you want to do. And although we may have answered this, I'm going to ask it. Um, making what is your mission? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you put me on the spot there. Um to to help um to help people um to help people to um get their message across, I suppose. Um, you know, in creating that um, buzz and excitement, that FOMO. There, there's a there's a genuine message behind that. So whatever it is, you know, whatever widget you're trying to sell, or whatever cause you're trying to raise more awareness to, whatever charities you're supporting, we want to get that message out there in your community and get those lurkers. Because let's face it, we've all got lurkers, right, on social media. But get those lurkers excited. So um, you know, that's my mission to either teach you to do that or to, um, you know, um, or to, uh, um, yeah, to teach you to do that, or you can um, hire me to do that for you. <laughs> well, I'm also this, this big fan. So the Deb Method, it starts with D, determine your mission. And once you have that mission, it goes into the motto. And for me, your motto, if it isn't already, other than the whole the whole FOMO thing, but that burst of excitement, your eyes really lit up when you got to that phrase. And that's what, what I associate with you. So good on you. I, I think when you have that zest and passion and when your zest and passion is for creating zest and passion, I mean, amazing, amazing. So Keith, I'm sure you've given this question thought because we've been friends for a while. What is your mission? It started as helping people and businesses be seen, be heard, be found. That's what I set out to do after leaving corporate. And the reality is COVID, the whole pandemic changed things. 
And I ended up going on to a listening tour. And what I found, and that's really what this whole series did, by listening to people's stories, it converted into really telling the stories of good people doing great things. And in doing so, they did get found online. So much as Joey found in his own situation, people start paying attention. You know, it's, I love the group that's here because it is a combination of fear of missing out. It's a combination of building the community and the network to make it happen and the audience. And you have to have a plan. Yes. And you can't reach your goals on your own. You need your people, which is why I love doing these shows, because then my people get to meet each other in their respective communities. So you are welcome. And your mission, we've got your mission. So your motto, Keith, is? My motto? <laughs> I don't think I have a motto. It's Oh, I'm sure you have a motto. Really? Yes. I thought it was to like inspire well, the, said, the advocates <laughs> to advocate, advocate. You advocate for all the wonderful people who you come across. I see Keith an advocate. I, I don't mean Keith an advocate as synonymous. Well, then that makes it more of the cheerleaders, ambassadors, and advocates that I create. Right. That's that's yes. really the task is putting that together. I'll take right. that as the motto. Thank you. Okay, I see. I didn't know if you wanted to do the whole thing. That's why I only took a piece of it. But yes. <laughs> Joey? Yes. Uh, my mission is to tell stories or to help people tell stories that inspire, educate, or entertain. And the real good ones do all three. Oh, absolutely. And that's when I talk a lot about your mission behind it. It can be to inform, educate, and entertain. It doesn't necessarily have to be a product that makes someone's lives better. It could be, it could be a product that also entertains, but really to tell stories and help people tell stories is amazing. So what is the Joey motto? I, I don't know if this uh, falls in line exactly with the Dem method, but when you were asking that, it makes me, it made me think of my high school uh, senior yearbook quote which I believe Mark Twain is, is attributed to having, but I, I've heard it from other people, including in the movie Van Wilder uh, by Ryan Reynolds, uh, of worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it gets you nowhere. And I try to, I try to bring that motto into the, the business too, is if I'm super stressing over something, if I'm like, oh, I've got you know 18,000 things to do, taking a step back, maybe going for a walk, letting the brain get a little reset and then getting back to it. Uh, rather than fretting over it for hours on end. Usually works out better. You know, you may think it's not in alignment of the Deb way of doing the motto, but it is definitely in alignment with the Deb method of goal setting simplified because the first step in anything you choose to do is you have to love it because if you don't love what you're doing, no one else will. And if you don't love what you're doing, everyone will know. <laughs> Joey, tell us, what is one thing, because, because I love the quote, so because I love it so much, what is a good anecdote or a story, something about you that very few people know, but is really indicative of who you are? Um, I once performed karaoke at a WNBA game, um, which was... Just a kind of a chance, like I happened to be celebrating a friend's birthday and her 
sister happened to work for the San Antonio Silver Stars, uh, just, you know, just an hour down the road. And she said, hey, we're starting this new thing where it's karaoke and you seem like a fun personality. So do you want to do it at halftime? She's like, we'll give you tickets to the game. You can go hang out. And I was like, all right, sure, why not? So convinced a friend to drive down with me and we watched the game. And then maybe five minutes before halftime, I met her. She led me up to this big, like second, you know, second level uh, sort of stage they had set up. And the the girl in front of me, I learned was one of the executive's daughters. And she was maybe 12 or 13 at the oldest. And she sang uh, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson, which I thought was a very uh, heavy choice for for a teenager, but uh, she nailed it. She did really well. And then I sang I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. Uh, so did a complete 180 in terms of seriousness. And I, it was great. Got to run around a little bit. I saw myself on a Jumbotron, which is a little disorienting because it's a huge screen of your face, I, which is not always the best thing to see when you're really if you're doing anything, but especially when you're trying to remember the words to a song. Um, but it worked out. It was a lot of fun, and I'd recommend it if you ever get the opportunity. <laughs> I think me doing karaoke on a Jumbotron with the mic, <laughs> I am I love karaoke. You know, back when we left the house and would do things? Sure. Um, I like the karaoke backup dancer. That's what I would want to be known for. That way I don't have to sing. I could just do up and bop around in the background and no one's ears will start to bleed. I mean, that's a very vital role as well, having the backup dancer. So I admire you. I admire you for that. When I was in college, I would, I did competitive public speaking and there was always karaoke night embedded into all these uh, forensics team <laughs> events. So I, I definitely got my, my karaoke <laughs> on from a young age. And again, the I just remember singing Wild Thing really, really poorly in a student union. And there were so many people watching me. And no, I was not, I didn't know enough to be embarrassed by it. <laughs> it was wild. <laughs> Nothing beats the Jumbotron. But that was the flash that came into my mind when you were sharing that story. Making your turn. What it? What is a good making story? Well, if we're going to talk singing, um, well, I'm Chinese, so um, karaoke is practically law for me. <laughs> um, but my um, my parents um, used to own a, a chip shop, so I, you know, I would work in the Chinese takeaway. And every Friday, without fail, these three or four chaps would come in, order their meal, and so on. Turns out they were in a band. Um, I was uh, fifteen, I think, at the time, fourteen and fifteen, uh, and they were rehearsing. So anyway, one week they came in and they said, uh, "We're looking for a, you know, we're looking for a singer." And I said, "Well, I sing." Hi, um, and. Um, and so they got really excited and they said, oh, that, you know, that's great. Now, they used to come in every Friday without fail. And I uh, this is a great lesson for business, actually, because um, I waited for them to come the following week and they didn't come and they didn't come for two, three weeks. And I was, you know, I was looking forward to singing, you know, uh, on um, their, you know, on one of their tracks. Anyway, they did get a singer, a backup singer. Oh, no, she wasn't a backup singer. She was the main singer. And it was um, a number one hit single. 
So that could have been me (laughs) if I had taken the initiative and maybe taken down their phone number or chase them, you know, rather than wait for them to come to me. So as I say, it's definitely a a lesson in business in that you've got to make those opportunities rather than wait for them to to come to you. So, um, so yes, if, uh, if I had taken the initiative, I could have had a number one hit single, but I didn't. (laughs) I'm so sad for you. Do we know the band? Is this someone we would know? Don't be sad because if that had happened, (laughs) then I wouldn't be here sitting with you guys, would I? Or maybe we would have crossed paths in a different way. Oh, and you would be like this amazing, well, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm an, don't get me wrong, Deborah. I'm an amazing singer in my I head. I <laughs> And in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we need to send the band a thank you note for ditching you. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Excellent. So... Keith, do you have a karaoke-related or other story? <laughs> Funny you should ask. I do. Yay! I'm afraid of karaoke. I, I would never get out there and sing by myself. It's not something that I would do under normal circumstances. And so, a number of years ago, I was at a conference as a speaker, and I ended up following Amanda Palmer, who was singing at the time. And I came on next with a very dry conversation that I knew I was in trouble because people around me were going, wow, how do you follow that act? And you can't. And so for my first real, and not many people know this, and it's not out there a lot, but there is a video somewhere floating around still that I got Amanda Palmer to sing with me the Sesame Street theme. I was desperate. I didn't know what, you know, I'm out there. The dais is now empty. There was an old band there. And I come on and I'm looking at this long table all by myself. And I'm supposed to go into my presentation. It's being broadcast. And it's like, this is not good. So I asked for a little help. (laughs) And I was able to get her to come back out and sing with me. And, And so we did the Sesame Street theme song, which was very nice. Terrifying moment. (laughs) But that was my musical gig. Normally, you won't find me singing except in the shower. And that was the 140 conference, wasn't it? That was the 140 conference. So this was eons ago. Shout out to Jeff Pulver and Zula and 140 conference. And because that's how we met is through Jeff's uh, Tuesday night international networking nights. And going into the question, I had heard that story, but it wasn't. I couldn't have led into it. I didn't start the karaoke theme. So this, again, <laughs> gives points to uh, how awesome is the merging of, of the guests. And the other thing that you brought up is the lesson from your being on stage and needing help. I think it's very community developmenty, don't you? Well, it's two things. It's one, it's the flexibility to change when you have to. Which, you know, from a business lesson standpoint, you can have everything planned out perfectly and then something happens. And there's always a something. And then how do you deal with it? You don't deal with it alone. You bring somebody in or several somebodies. And that's, I got Jeff out there. There are actually four of us singing. Nice. Well, barbershop quartet. I like it. So, Joey, what did you learn from 
your experience doing karaoke courtside? As uh, I think say yes to unusual opportunities. I, there, I mean, it feels great to say no. Don't get me wrong. Like if someone asks, hey, you want to go out Friday night? And you're like, no, I'd rather just sit at home and watch Dairy Girls or whatever, you know, whatever show you're binging. I, that feels great too. But when there's an opportunity that comes along that is maybe outside of your normal, uh, normal comfort level even, saying yes, and it, it leads to great things. And that's not the only time where that's been the case. Um, but I think that's a really good lesson for it. And then once you're, once you're doing the thing, just have fun with it. Who cares what well, other people think? I'm not going to see any of these people again. Like, have fun. Oh, and then you run into someone in the parking lot. <laughs> no, like, that was terrible. <laughs> what were you thinking? In 20 years. <laughs> I, I remember getting off stage. I was doing, I was moderating panel for uh, an event for it, it must have been Script Magazine because I was um, freelancing for them at the time. And I was interviewing the people behind The Dead Zone. Was it Dead Zone? The Anthony Michael Hall TV show? Sounds right, I think. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Someone came up to ask questions of, of the producer. And we graduated from college together. Not only did we graduate from college together, in Madison, Wisconsin, several years before, I found in, we were actually friends because I found a picture of him from our graduation and, you know, all the box of stuff that ended up in California. So when I say there could be somebody in the audience that you have absolutely no idea, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> So what is the plan for next year? I feel like we should talk about that because we think it's like the little engine that could. I think it's going to be better. I think it's going to be better. And in mindset, so in January, you know, the traditional new year, uh, the topics are new year, new you. So we're going to be talking mindset, body, staying healthy, and soul, keeping up your spirit, mind, body, soul, mind, body, spirit. And in December, the gold chat topics are to give you a running start. So we're going to be talking about visualization because you can't get what you want unless you know what that is. And if you can see it even better. And then we're also going to be doing a gold chat and gold chat live and dev show on mission and motto, because you need to know what you believe in and have that fuel behind whatever you create. And then we're also going to be talking about getting yourself out there, you know, positioning yourself, your story. So, between December and New Year, New Year, January, I want to make sure you have all the tools and inspiration you need to make 2022 the most awesome. But we're not even there yet. We're just celebrating the start of it. So what I would love to hear from all of you is let's talk about your plans. And then we're going to get into the words of wisdom, motivation portion of the conversation. So, Joey, you wrote a book, you published it, it's out there in the universe. What are you going to do to top that? Oh, that's a, a wonderful question. I, I'm going to continue promoting it because uh, that's a that's an ongoing battle. I, as well as writing, I actually have a few other books that are in various stages of completion, including to, to stay on the karaoke theme. When I lived in LA, I hosted karaoke I, at the world famous Gaslight, which was made famous by a Funny or Die I, 
I don't know if it was a parody. It was just kind of like a, a prank video, I guess, where Jewel, the singer, went uh, undercover as a woman that was very shy and didn't want to sing. And then she got forced up on stage and sang beautifully because she's a professional singer. And uh, so I hosted karaoke at this place. So a lot of the people from that video were regulars when I was uh, hosting there. So I got to see people that were minor celebrities to me uh, because I had seen them on this video before. And hosting karaoke gives you a lot of wild stories and wacky characters. And I think a uh, memoir of sorts of that time would be a very entertaining book to share based off me telling stories about hosting karaoke and people saying that's very funny or like that's wild, that's great. Uh, so definitely have plans to work on that. Uh, from a writing perspective in general, um, would love to just expand the different types of content that I offer for the, the clients I'm working with. Uh, it's primarily things like articles and eBooks, um, but getting more into white papers, infographics, podcasts, uh, even video content. I think there's uh, a, a lot of expansion in that area is, is going to come in 2022 and beyond if it hasn't already. And so uh, helping brands get those stories out in different ways, because not everyone wants to you know, read an article. Sometimes they want to see a video or they want to hear great conversation going on while they're out power walking or washing the dishes or anything like that. And so uh, developing content that, that really caters to the individual listener, I think is a, a big key for 2022. Fun, and you have an extra month, so yes, I, you're you're starting 2022 now. I Correct. Hope. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So you can have a win before it turns January, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Go you! Thank I love you, that. <laughs> and, and so Keith, what are what is your so you've done a lot this past year, bringing communities together, helping businesses. You won an award. What are you going to do to top that? So for 2022, I started thinking about that because we're starting December. And I came up with a singular word to get me started. And it's transform. And it's at least one of the words that will guide me going into 2022. I originally looked at it as from some of the conversations I've had, transforming businesses, transforming cities and towns, and getting them ready for what I would call the 21st century opportunity. You know, you hear Web3, you hear NFTs. There's so, there's so much noise and so many things going on out there. And if you're an individual or you're a small business or a big corporation, you know, regardless of where your budget is, you're going to wrestle with these questions. And you're going to wrestle with how do you make your business, your community interests, whatever it is, transform to meet the needs of your customers, of your residents, because that's really what it comes down to. And what tools do you use to get there? And so it's really a continuation of the listening tour that transformed me, you know, where I went looking out for cheerleaders and I was looking, you used the word advocates earlier, right? And I have been an advocate for others. Now it's about helping people get to that next step themselves and to use the tools and resources because we are all in this together. Excellent. That's fantastic. And I love how you cheated the question and that's totally fine. Because the theme of the year to transform works too. There are no wrong answers. <laughs> and, and what about you, making? What are you going to do to up level the way you bring FOMO to the world? Which is kind of, it feels like when I say bringing FOMO to the world is like double <laughs> powered. 
Well, I mean, I, I really um, I really enjoyed uh, Keith's answer because I think um, before the transformation, you know, Keith listened and he actively listened. And I think that um, before the transformation, there's a moment of reflection. So for me personally, um, I am going to be reflecting on what, you know, what went well, what didn't go so well, where I could improve. Um because um, as we all know, being in business can often feel like the loneliest place on the planet, but it doesn't need to be when you've got, you know, as Keith said, you know, your cheerleaders are around you, you've got your support community around you. Um, but we also need to reflect on what went well and what didn't. And, and quite often we sort of have our wins and then we move on to the next thing, you know. Um, but did we truly, you know, Deb, uh, Deborah, did you reflect on, you know, your book um, winning that milestone? Or Keith, did you truly reflect on your award that you um, achieved? So, um, you know, for us as business owners, we need to reflect on what went well um, and what didn't go so well and what we can, you know, and what we can carry on to the future. Now, I alluded to this earlier, um, you know, since the pandemic, um, uh, virtual conferences went absolute gangbusters. Now, as the world is slowly um, starting to open up, apart from this uh, new variant that's <laughs> come out across the world, apart from that little thing, um, the, the world is starting to slowly uh, open up and we're moving from virtual into a truly hybrid experience. And that's not going to go away for, uh, for a while. So um, how can we um, create an experience, you know, whether that's um, virtual, whether, whether that's in person, whether it's a hybrid. And so I'm going to, you know, based on my own experience of how I've done that for other clients, I'm going to be um, teaching more and educating more um, uh, in the next few months and um, hopefully empower people to be able to create FOMO for themselves or they can hire someone to create that buzz and excitement for them. It's fantastic because when you know the things and can share the things, it's going to benefit you, but also anyone and everyone you encounter. So good for you. Did I give you a gold star yet? I mean, you all get gold stars because you're here <laughs> celebrating with me, which I absolutely love. And this is just as we as we move forward. And so a big thing for me is I spent 2020 telling everybody it's okay. The world hit this cosmic pause button, but it is a perfect opportunity to rethink your life and make new plans, uh, which I still say, I think, almost weekly to people. The thing that I focused on in 2021, especially just past the summer as businesses started getting back to the next normal, as I call it. So I started doing corporate work. So I'm looking forward in 2022 to continue to reinvent goal culture in and out of the workplace. Not only do I love asking you, to, I love putting you all on the spot and asking your goals. The other thing that I would love for you all to do is to gift a goal. So if there is one thing anyone who is watching or listening can do when they're done, what is that one thing that's going to make a difference to improving their 2022 and start it now? So May King, do you have a goal to gift to our listeners? 
invest in yourself. Um, I think that that was the biggest um, uh, wow, yeah, um, wow moment for for myself. I've invested in myself in the past. Never did the homework. <laughs> coaching programs membership programs and all all that kind of stuff but when I actually did the homework the the mad that's where the magic happened so um please invest in yourself because other people will be able to you know become your cheerleaders and really help you and encourage you and support you uh, and put you on the right track should you veer away like I did a little bit earlier um and uh and I did that and I was given um, a vision that I never saw before. And that was because I invested in myself and it was it was so powerful. So I'm going to action on that uh, in, in the coming year. So definitely invest in yourself. Excellent goal. And Keith, what goal would you like to gift? So the gift of direct connection. And I think where there's so much noise out there, and I talked about my listening tour earlier, if you truly connect by listening, you're going to have a much stronger connection despite all the noise that's around you. So connecting with yourself in keeping with May King's goal, but also thinking about wherever it is you're trying to accomplish, that direct connection to the people who you're interested in, who may be interested in what you offer, you know, whether it's a cheerleader, as we've talked, or an advocate, but it really comes down to listening. And, and so if you can directly connect, not the intermediary of third parties, social media channels, maybe, maybe it's your own direct platform, but knowing that you're hearing people and not just broadcasting. And I think that's the gift is to listen and to connect. I would put that task as daily, right? One of the things you do is every day reach out to a new person or one new person a week and one familiar person a day. Because I think one of the things that's happened over the last 12 months is we're not connecting enough with the people who we used to see all the time. There's no bump factor anymore. You don't walk down the street of LA any more than I'm walking out in a snowstorm, bumping into a dozen people that I know. So let's set the goal as rekindling the conversations with people we do know and set that number that's realistic for you. Somebody new, somebody familiar. I love that. And I love that you said, make the goal something that's realistic for you. Joey, what is your goal as gift from you to the universe or my community or whoever's watching? Yeah. Well, I, I want to add one other thing to what Keith said. Um, I, a friend of mine, Molly Beck, has a book that's called Reach Out that is that that very same mindset of connecting and, and reaching out to other folks. And she makes the good point that it's, you know, even if it is just three times a week, which is a, a manageable number, it's not, you know, it's not like, hey, connect to 20 new people today. But over the course of the year, if you if you keep that up consistently, that's 156 uh, people that you're you're connecting with. And that's uh, that's some fancy math that I just did right there. I was very, very impressed. <laughs> Uh, and you can, you can, and sure, maybe those, you know, not all of those blossom into a, a lifelong or, or, you know, long lasting connection, but 
even just the act of doing it gets you more comfortable into doing it. And I think that's, that's an important thing too is, is yeah. Cause maybe we aren't going to bump into people in a snowstorm, but we still need to keep those communication skills sharp. And so I think that's a, a great way to do it, but I'm not just going to glom onto that and act like it's my own gift. I'll come up with a creative uh, one of my own, which I think is allow yourself to have fun too. I think uh, we're in a, a mindset and making, I'm sure you experienced this during the burnout uh, lifestyle where it's always on the go, always feeling like there's more to do. Uh, and that it's almost like a, like a guilty feeling if we're out having fun, it's like, Oh, I need to be getting back and, and finishing up work. And it's like, no, sometimes you can just have, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. I had a, a to-do list during it. I didn't do all of it, but I had a good time and I saw people I hadn't seen in a while. And I think that is, is certainly a trade-off that uh, you can have. So if you are out having fun, if it turns into like a three week long bender, maybe that's something different. But if I, you are, Keeping it reasonable, uh, not not getting too outrageous, then absolutely go have some fun. That is a wonderful goal. And I think it should be a daily goal. Just find something fun in every day, something that brings you joy, because that's also going to raise your vibration and make you more fun to be around. So having mm -hmm. the fun breeds fun. So this has been so wonderful. And Joey, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at joeyheld.com. Very simple. It's the eight letters and then .com. Uh, and I'm on LinkedIn as well. Always love hearing from people. So feel free to connect. Excellent. And Keith, where can people find you? On Twitter at Keith Spiro. On LinkedIn, I'm Keith N. Spiro. And on my website, it's very simple. Just remember my name and add the word media. And it's keyspiromedia.com. Awesome. And May King, where can people find you? On um, uh, LinkedIn, Making Sang. There, oh, there, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and on the socials, as Making Tea, uh, Twitter, um, Instagram, uh, Facebook. And um, on my website, uh, fomocreator.social. Excellent. And like I said, if you go to the devmethod.com slash blog, I will have the links so you can learn more about and connect with my awesome guests. And I am at the dev method everywhere, the devmethod.com or devsember.com because if you create a new annual holiday, you might as well get the URL, <laughs> which of course I did. And if you need help, setting, planning, and achieving your goals, feel free to reach out to me or grab your copy of your goal guide on Amazon or at your favorite place to buy books. And I have a lot of events and meetups throughout the month of December. So if you go to thedevmethod.com slash events, uh, you will see the list and please join us, reach out. And before we wrap, what is, we're, we're to that inspiration and motivation part of the conversation. I would love from you all to just leave one final tip. It can't be have fun, Joey. You know, we want everybody <laughs> to have fun. I want everybody to have fun. I have fun is implicit. What is one final tip, Joey, that, that you want to leave people with as they enter 2022 and set themselves up for success? Uh, don't multitask. <laughs> You speak as someone who knows from experience. 
Yes, I think I every time I've tried to do it, I am not giving 100% to either of the things and they both end up not as great. So give your focus, even if it's only for like 15 minutes on something, I do that. And I'll give a shout out to a tool I just learned about a few months ago. It's called Brain FM. And it plays, uh, well, it's got different different varieties. So if you're like, I have trouble sleeping without some noise, it can give you some soothing uh, music for bedtime or relaxing time. But then for focus time, it plays these like, the, the best way I can describe it is during like a heist scene uh, in a, an action movie where there's not really any dialogue, but it's just this like kind of like pulsating music. And you're like, all right, I'm ready. I can get, I can get in here. Like I'm waiting in the, the getaway car, waiting for everyone to hop in. Uh, and it's just every time I pop it on, I'm like, I, you know, drowns out the dogs barking in the background and I can just focus and, and get my things done. So Brain FM, I'll give them a shout out. Excellent. I will put that link in the notes as well. Keith, <laughs> what is your final tip? The final tip is with so many things that you can't predict, you can plan all you want. I'm going to leave two words. And it comes from practice of Tai Chi, which I took up to get some of my own health back and mental health through all of this. And what you need to do, no matter what you start, what you plan, remember these two words will make all the world a difference. And it is to take a stance of cheerful indifference. And by doing so, like that. you will get past whatever fear, uncertainty, doubt, and blockage is in your way. Cheerful indifference. Cheerful. That's such a better way to say don't worry about things. Amazing. May King, what is your final tip? How can I top that? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to laugh for a minute and then you can laugh at me. And uh, yeah, just have more. Um, well, I mean, Joey's always talked about having more fun, but uh, laugh at life, laugh at yourself, laugh with others. How, how, how about that? Let's end with that. <laughs> Laugh at life, yourself, and with others. That works for me. <laughs> well, so in November, I decided to do dance every day in November because my hypothesis is if you do something that brings yourself joy, even for a little bit of time every day, it's going to make a huge impact. And it does. It makes a huge impact. So laughing is, they say it's the best medicine. I totally agree to laugh, to have fun, to be cheerful. I mean, these are all words that that really speak to me in my heart because you get one, right? You get this life and things have been really, for lack of a better word, strange <laughs> over the last two years. And a lot of people had bad experiences. A lot of people had good experiences. Most people ended up somewhere in the middle. And this is what I say. Your life is your choice. You can have it all. You just have to figure out what all, <laughs> what all means to you. So I cannot thank you all enough, uh, Joey, Keith, and May King, for celebrating, for ringing in Deb Sember with me. You are all amazing. And like I said, if you're tuning in, uh, whether live or the replay, please share your goals and share your wins so we can celebrate you. This life, enjoy it. It's all in your power. Go on out there and go for it. So a happy December, everyone, and a happy new year, 2022. Let's make the most of it. And let's make it amazing.
thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out thedevmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.